hey, this is cool. This is going to be a big hit. I would be like the singer at a jazz club next to the piano. That was the first time that I was like, wow, I can do it. He's so emotional and so raw and so real with how he delivers his music. 13-year-old me, rock and rolling. I came out of the session and went, oh my gosh, this is it. This is the sound. She was so real. When she'd be rapping and singing, it felt like he was kind of at the church again. Hello and welcome to What Did I Say, where Atlantic Records talks with artists about songs they made, songs they like, and songs they'd like to have made. It's an inside look into the craft of songs from the artists themselves. Waynesboro, PA does not come to mind when you think of contributions to hip-hop, but Demetrius Lil Skies Foose may be the rose to spring forth from the concrete. Sky spent his youth between Chambersburg and Waynesboro, where his father planted seeds of rap success in his mind. He knew what he wanted to do with his life at four years old. Not many people can definitively say they knew their purpose before kindergarten, but Lil Skies is not your ordinary 19-year-old. Thinking back at the time, he said, I don't fake relationships, vibes, or anything with people. I just keep it real. And some people think I have a cold heart for that. The devil is in the details as Skies recently released his mixtape, Life of a Dark Rose, featuring the single, Signs of Jealousy. Lil Skies was in New York City at the Atlantic Records Studios, and we got to talk to him about his latest mixtape. So, you gotta let me know, what was your first favorite song? Of, of, as of far life. As your, of, of being of alive. Life, of life, um, it was probably Lil Wayne, um, the Carter Two album. Uh, it's a track called, uh, it's a track called, It's a track called The Best Rapper Alive. That one, sorry, I, I forgot it because it's so old. But yeah, it's a track called The Best Rapper Alive by Lil Wayne. It's just a track that stood out to me just as far as me coming up as a rapper and stuff like that. He really influenced me and played a big part in me and my career. What was the thing about the song that made you like the most drawn to it at that it age? Sound, at, at that point in time, it, it, it had a lot of rock. It sounded like a rock song a little bit with like rap, the way that the beat was made, the instruments and everything was playing. So I just liked that. And the fact of how he attacked the beat was just amazing to me. So and he was just somebody I looked up to, like coming up, um, him and 50 Cent. So when he was yeah. riding with Kevin, what was that guy, Kevin Rudolph or one yeah. of those things? Yeah, that guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Bringing it back. About that. That's crazy. Bringing it Whatever back. Whatever happened. Shout out, um, to him. Shout out to him, though, man. I, I, I liked his stuff while he was there. <laughs> he had a do- he had a domination on the yeah, market. That's for sure. <laughs> what was the first song that you memorized? Mm, the first song that I memorized was probably a Fifty Cent song. I'm pretty sure it had to be a Fifty Cent song because that was like the first. That's the only rap I was listening to when I started <laughs> listening to rap music. So it had to be. Um, I love you I, like I a fat lip. Yeah, love, okay? I, it it will probably be uh, the Many Men song. Oh. I like that one. I probably memorized like other songs before, but like that was a song that really stuck. I would say like stuck to me, stuck to me. Like, That's memorized. like a struggle yeah. banger, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. Yeah. That's still on my workout playlist, so I feel oh, you on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was the first song slash album that you remember actually purchasing? The first album I purchased, I believe, was the G-Unit album. Yo, you <laughs> like, ride. Total, you ride yeah. from. Yeah, the G-Unit album with like Young Buck and all them on there. All them, all the, his whole crew yeah you still got it i don't think i have it but i remember when i got it for christmas i bought i had like the walkman because the mp3s wasn't out yet the mp3 players and all that stuff wasn't out exactly yet so 
Now I feel old because I know a lot of generations of that. <laughs> I feel like that wasn't even long ago either, but mp3s came and fucked up the game right there yeah for sure (laughs) was there a specific song of yours that like took you to that next level you're like this is the song that i wrote that's like in like amazing writing uh the uh, one of the songs was a song i did called lonely it was a song i made when i was 16 years old it was just um a, a song for me it was testing my creativity it was a different type of beat too and the beat had a lot of the beat had a lot of uh singing and stuff like it already had a a chorus on it but i added more to the chorus and made it more and then i had a song right after that though the song that really i felt like you know did it for me and really showed me what i could do was this song called the sauce that i dropped it was just very different and i knew at the time like it was a trending topic type song you know rappers people talk about the sauce and gotta be relevant swag and all this so at that time i didn't want to make mine like to what everybody had but this is really when that the sauce and all these terms really being used so i just took advantage of it at the time and used it to the best of my ability and like incorporated it with all of my life so yeah. that was like your crowning achievement yes right there. yes who would people be surprised to know you're a huge fan of and it was a big influence on your music it was a big influence on my music um I'll, it's someone good <laughs> yeah someone good oh i personally uh i people expect i mean I, I told you majority of mine like lil wayne and people like that um i like of course like beyonce i definitely like the girl artists too like rihanna's and stuff mary j blige is a big one though like that i really love just me coming up my grandmother used to listen to her a lot and Ah. that just stuck out to me because she was like older you know but she was like really rocking with her and she just believed that mary j blige is just a powerful black woman and i seen that in my grandmother it was just cool so i just heard that in the car a lot and that she always just stuck out to me. And I felt like she was so real. When she'd be rapping and singing, it felt like you was kind of at the church again. Yeah, you, know you could I mean? feel like her heartbreaking. Yeah, like you can feel it. Everything <laughs> she would, every note. So, yeah, shout out to Mary J. Blige, man. I'm going down. <laughs> yeah, I, can see. I love her, man. That's she a good awesome. one. That's a good mm-hmm. one for sure. Um, when you're recording a song or writing a song, is there anybody specifically that you see in your mind listening to that particular music? Like uh, a certain audience, you know? Yes, I would say the world, my fans, um, just in general, just everybody that I'm targeting as far as like that song. Because every song I write, I feel like it can be for everybody. But every song that you make, obviously, is not for everybody. You know what I mean? At the same time. So you got to like make songs that the world's going to like, but that you're going to like too. So I always think of that like when I'm creating a song. Is the world going to like this? Are people going to like this? But also, am I going to like it too? To where I can go out and perform it in front of everybody. And you know what I mean? So as far as the thought process and how that goes, when I sit there, yeah, I basically put my style in with... Of course, what other people's likes and stuff, because I know a lot of people relate to my music. So I use a lot of my experiences from my life and incorporate that with like my music now, especially now, you know, with everything from blow. Uh, I wouldn't say blowing up, but just getting my deal and stuff coming from my small town. And now people are like seeing and they like to hear what's going on with me because I don't talk too much on the Internet. So, yeah, <laughs> we had that conversation before. Yes. Like- <laughs> Yeah, just looking at like letting them interpret it for like yes. how, how it works yeah. for them. No, I totally feel you. That's awesome. Um, is there a song that you heard recently that you're like, yo, this song is so lit. I, you, I, I need to be put on with a song that you needed to show all of your friends. And what is that song? Uh, it's probably that Chris Brown song. I don't know what it's called. It's called. It's something. I just want to change your life. <laughs> <laughs> with the beat. Uh, what, I, Pacific. I, 
uh, Chris Brown, Wet, yes, that song is, I know it's a more, like, mainstream song, and I'm not, like, too more much big into the radio music, but I love Chris Brown, and as far as, like, artists and stuff, and yeah, I, I really enjoyed the song and the beat, I thought it was dope, Chris Brown just, you know, he was, like, rapping and he was singing, <laughs> I was like, okay, this is cool, this is fire, but I felt some people think I was corny for showing him no. it, but I'm not corny, man, I look, shout out to Chris Brown. He's mad talented. <laughs> yeah, he is, man. He's been around shout for a to, long shout ass time. Shout out to Chris. Shout to Chris. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Chris. <laughs> um, when you listen to other people's songs, like, what is the first thing that connects you with that song? If it's real, if it's genuine, as far as like, if I can re- relate to what that person's talking about, or if I can just see where they're coming from, because I feel like every artist has their own type of music. Even though we all make hip hop, everybody's making their own sounds. They're coming up with their own stuff. You know what I mean? So I just appreciate. I, I take time to like figure out the artists, listen to more of their music, and see what they're about. You know what I mean? And that's how I f- figure out if I'm a like you know rock with them. So me, I guess it's more different because I do music and I have an ear for this stuff. You know what I mean? I pay attention, but I'm just more like I uh, appreciate music. You know what I mean? So it could be like the most different thing, but I like it. But somebody may think that song's trash. You know what I mean? But I still like it. So still in yeah, your playlist. Still in my playlist, regardless. <laughs> how do you know when you made a banger? Uh, it was it was a feeling for me, just like red roses. When I get that feeling, how I got for red roses. Now that's what I compared it to. I just, especially with everything recently that I've been making and coming up with, and the the tape that's about to come out. It's all uh my creativity and everything. I felt like it's been taken to like a next level where I expanded my mind and I'm not so scared. I was never scared in the studio. I've I've always been comfortable around people, but now it's just like, you know, testing myself and expanding to make my last song different from what my next song is going to be. You know what I mean? So now it's just, I always test myself to try to make different songs, slow songs, fast songs, party songs, songs that can just relate, you know, to the world. I got mainstream songs. Like I have category of a folder, just mainstream songs. And I got the SoundCloud song. Yeah, I, I I do stuff like that. You know, I pay attention to stuff like that because I want to target everybody. It's not just about the hit. It could be a hit, but it's a hit to a different crowd in the world. You know what I mean? Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's 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 what I aim for. So you talk about you talk about your 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 hood, your area mm. all the time. Who is an artist from your area that never got put on that was fire? Uh, they're really, I was the only one, I'm really like the only one. Now we got, there's a couple more, uh, people, I believe, but as far as like coming out of there, you know, every town has their local, you know, little couple artists and stuff, but as far as like, everybody knows, um, I was, I was the one, no, not, no being cocky, no anything like that, but I was the one that I really took it serious like i really take it serious as my everyday life even when it wasn't serious to most people you know what i mean like i was doing this stuff still every single day regardless of a deal or anything so i feel like people see that and they respect it and they know you know what i mean and like if someone uh I, somebody had to be there had to be somebody that was going to do it and i felt like i was that somebody you know the people chose me but as far as artists coming up like to all artists that are coming up if there is any more artists coming up out of my area yeah like keep grinding because if I could do it, you could do it. <laughs> <laughs> stay in school, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, stay in school, though. For real, Little Skies does approve of that message. Stay in school. At least I... graduate. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Excited to see what happens with you in 2018. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.
rotation. Now I'm running up these bands, can hit the island for vacation. I've been shitting on my haters. You could say I'm constipated. Five racks on his fit just to stunt while I'm in Vegas. Thanks to Lil Skies for coming on What Did I Say? Find more about him at lilskiesofficial.com. That's L-I-L-S-K-I-E-S, official.com. Our theme music is by Max Frost. Be sure and catch up on all the Atlantic Records podcasts at AtlanticPodcast.com. Thank you for listening. Now a nigga in his glow. Bust off like a Smith and Wesson. Welcome to the rodeo.